It's finally here on today's episode of Locked On 76ers. The NBA draft kicks off tonight at 8 p.m. in Brooklyn. 76ers with the 23rd overall pick. We might have some things happening beginning this evening. There are already things touching up around the league. We'll dive into it all next right here. Draft day. Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome. You are Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97.5 The Fanatic in Philadelphia. Sports Talk Radio alongside my co-host, and partner Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer for TheInquirer.com. Keith, we're here. It's draft day. Not like it used to be, but it's still draft day. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing well. Yourself, bro? Yourself? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available wherever you get your podcasts on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. We appreciate you checking us out here as well. Uh, I'm back here in Philadelphia. Keith is in in New York getting ready for the draft. And and man, uh, just quickly, you know, just I know you have only been there for a few hours getting there on Wednesday, but uh, can you kind of tell a little bit the buzz? You've been doing this for a long time. Sixers related. We've seen higher draft selections for the 76ers uh, in, in previous years, but when you get to New York, do you kind of feel that buzz as we get closer to the draft? Not like you used to. I mean, beforehand, yeah. you know, wow. before it was a little different thing because you would get up there the day before. I mean, we I still got here the night before, but we would get there early the day before. And the Sixers were always like in the lottery, right? So, you know, that's how you, you spoke to Ben Simmons. You spoke to Markel folks, all these right. other guys who were – destined to be you know lottery picks and high picks so there was a lot of excitement there now you look at it the Sixers are one of those teams where you know they they graduated from that which is a good thing for them yes yeah, good thing yeah it's a great thing so it, there isn't that type of buzz it's the buzz for like OKC's you know the uh Spurs now um Orlando who's always been in the mix like that so yep. it, 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 everybody's talking about these guys. And it's funny because I don't mean to, like, I'm not disparaging anybody or putting them down. But for a lot of these guys, this right now is the best moment of their life because they're going to be lottery picks and everyone is, like, raving over them. They're this, they're that. It's like they're the man. They're the main their main attraction. In a couple of months, they're just going to be a rookie on a bad team or a rookie. And some of them are going to excel. Other ones may not live up to the hype. And when that stuff happens, it's kind of sort of like we forget about. It. Like we forget that who was taken sixth in the 19, like 97 draft. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. People forget that stuff. So this is the best time of their life. So it's time for them to enjoy it. Yeah, man. And, and it's really cool because I've, I've also, always as a basketball fan, the draft day was always big for me uh, during, you know, during the summer. Uh, you knew that, of course, the draft coming around, you knew the college players, you knew who they were, you knew how 
how talented they were in in the in the collegiate ranks and now now how is it going to translate to the pros and a lot of times it's about situation where you end up and, and all of that and and growing up in philadelphia when i was rooting for the 76ers growing up as a kid you, you always wanted to see your team of course grab that best player possible so you have your memories of Sean Bradley being selected at number two versus Penny Hardaway, who goes number three. You know what I'm saying? And and that that part right there, you you have those types of memories that you think of. And then me for on a personal level in 2018, as we did the show uh, two days ago uh, with Mikhail Bridges. Uh, again, just for people who didn't know my family, and and that was a thrill. That was a different treat because. You know, I played basketball, too, and we all in the family thought we could get to that level, and he's the one who did it. So it was great, and, and knowing that he was going to be a lottery pick and he was really held in high regard uh, around the NBA and, and what people thought of him. Had, even though I wasn't there in New York, being back here in Philadelphia at the training facility during the show, during his draft, you know, that one really hit home, of course, seeing my family get drafted. So that was that was a special night. And but it's always cool. It's always really cool uh, when draft rolls around. And as you pointed out, Keith, already we for many years had the 76ers uh, at very, very high during the rebuild from Nerlens Noel, Michael Carter Williams, Dario Sharge, Jaleel Okafor, all of these names, Markel Fultz, Ben Simmons that you talk about. You remember them all. And that was a, a very, uh, a very once the draft rolled around it was a fun time it was hard watching the basketball during the season but when the draft came around you know you, you, all right this is how where do you start where do you put this team together so always fun man but listen uh tonight of course pick number 23 uh keith i i, I think I, I would be i would be shocked if the 76ers once they pick at 23 which they will keep the pick i would be yeah. shocked yeah, same, same, same here. I, I would be shocked too. I, I mean, you know, the thing is, it's weird. I, I think the last couple of years, you know, since Daryl Morey has been here, you know, we all been like, oh, what is Morey going to do? What is Morey going to do? And for the most part, he really hasn't made any moves besides the James Harden deal. Now he did pick up a couple guys. Um, you know, um, I'm talking about major moves. Like he picked up a couple guys and. And you know, after they were waived or 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 buyout markets and stuff like that, but he really hasn't made any blockbuster moves. So when you hear something like that, you say to yourself, "Okay, they may not do anything this year." But like you said, you're going to be shocked because all because all that they need to get like that they, they need to clear money off the cap space, and the best way of doing that is getting rid of this guy and bringing someone else in. I'm talking about the guy, the um, number twenty, the twenty-third pick, because he's not going to help the six. He's not going to help the Sixers in regards to winning and losing games, and and, and tr especially in the playoffs, and and if they make it to the finals, you know they need to get off of that pick. Especially if Doc Rivers doesn't want to place young players. Well, certain young players. Who knows? Maybe there's someone in the draft that they actually like and they wind up keeping. It. How surprised would you be if they did keep it? You know, you know, for right now, like. But right now, I would be surprised. I would really the, the real surprising thing would be if they kept that draft throughout. I mean, at the start of the season, that draft pick. You know what I mean? Like I would be like I I expect them to make a trade tonight, but it's kind of like you know they got to get something or or there's a team has to be willing to give them something. But 
after the free agency period or during free agency period, like, you know, kind of like, oh, who was it? Um, Thad Young. You remember mm-hmm. with Andrew Wiggins uh, when they wanted to, Cleveland wanted to get rid of him? So they lumped the Sixers into a three-team trade and where Thad went to Minnesota. Um, yep. as well. Like, I can see something like that happening. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I'm expecting them to make a trade. I mean, I believe that they will make a trade tonight, but I wouldn't be shocked if they don't. But I would be shocked if that player played a regular season game with the 76ers or was on a regular season roster. That's when I'll be shocked. All right. I understood, man. And a big night, nevertheless, for the Sixers, because uh, building forward, of course, with this team in contention right now and win now mode. Uh, tonight is important to start of the basically NBA calendar. We'll get to more next uh, about the pick itself, of course, and some other things that uh, could potentially uh, get in the way, especially with the deal that happened between Detroit and Portland, how that impact and why it will impact the Sixers with one of their players, specifically Tobias Harris. We'll do that next right here on Locked On 76ers. And folks, got to tell you about, Keith has talked about it. I wanted to turn to talk about it. Arcade one up. I wasn't letting him steal this one all by himself. If they sent us an arcade game, we both get an arcade game. And I look as a kid growing up, one of my favorite NBA jam. Boom shakalaka. You remember that? Yes. And well, we have big news. The one, the only NBA jam is back. Arcade one up, the leader in at home retro arcade games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they made it bigger than ever with a wait for it. Shaq edition. It doesn't get any bigger than the Shaq edition, right? Well, listen, when I was a kid growing up playing with my brother, my dad, my cousins, my my close friends coming over, NBA Jam was it. Two players from each of the NBA teams out there on any court that you decided to use, and he's on fire. The the flips in the air as you get the ball and, and do the dunks the way that you do, the way that you would blow the team out and then taunt. Like I would taunt Keith Pompey if we were playing this game and I would defeat him in this one. I had a blast playing that game as a kid, whether it was Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, you try to use the Chicago Bulls, Atlanta Hawks, whoever it was, it was always fun. And people are obsessed with NBA Jam. And I'm thrilled to tell our listeners that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic. Just jump across the court, set the ball on fire. I talked about it. And one of the first sports games ever to feature real and digitized NBA-licensed teams, right? You remember that. That's why I just brought it up. Chicago, Seattle, Atlanta, fun. No fouls, no free throws. It's basically like playing out on the blacktop around the way and no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards. Didn't have that when I was playing it. Making you more connected than ever. Pre-order now from ArcadeOneUp.com. That's Arcade, the number one up dot com for an estimated early september ship date arcade one is the best place for fun they've got even more classics like golden tea mortal Kombat, and more and many others starting at just 399 dollars. so check this out they're giving away an nba jam shack edition to a locked on listener could be you enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at arcade one up.com slash locked on that's arcade Number one up.com slash locked on. You've got till July 8th to enter to win NBA Jam, the Shaq edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? 
Love that game. Love it. Yeah. Me and my dad used to go at it in that game. Did you beat him? Yeah, I would beat him. He would get me too, but I would beat him. Yeah, of course. Love that game. Hey, before we get into something, D, before we get into the next segment, I want to read this to you, right? Yeah. So we talk about these drafts. Remember how I said, like, sometimes the draft, the the draft is the, the is the greatest thing for these guys. It's like the highlight of their career. You know, everybody loves them. So let's go over the 2013 draft. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the lottery picks. Lottery picks top 14 players. Giannis wasn't a lottery pick, right? Number one. He was pick 15. Yep. He was right outside. So he wasn't like so, so number one, Anthony Bennett. Number two, Victor Oladipo. Yeah. Victor Oladipo. Number three, Otto Porter. Otto Porter. Cody Zeller. Yeah. Five, Alex Lynn. Six, Nerlens Noel. Seven, Ben McLemore. Yeah. Eight, Contavis Caldwell Pope. Nine, Trey Burke. Ten, C.J. McCollum. Eleven, Michael Carter-Williams Sixers. Twelve, Stephen Adams. Thirteen, Kelly Olenek. And fourteen, Shabazz Muhammad. There's like three guys in this list that's not even in the league anymore. And only two of them right now are full-time starters. Yeah. We're talking about McCullum and, and, and Pope. Right, the rest of I mean, Victor Oladipo was an all star, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but now he's coming off the bench, so you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not a knock against you know the draft, but it's just when you look back at that draft, dude, some years are just weaker than others, and oh, it's not yeah. an exact science, it's not an exact science. And, and the one thing that I remember specifically from that one was the <laughs> CJ McCollum part at number nine, was it nine or ten? I think he was at ten. Um, he was drafted right before Michael Carter Williams. Yeah. They the Sixers didn't even work him out, and nah, he, was right, he was begging to be a Sixer. You remember? He was right here in the backyard at Lehigh, and they didn't even work him out. And I, I didn't I didn't understand that because they work out everybody, even guys. With all due respect to certain players that play in the Big Five from all the schools in the City Six here, with all the colleges, they work everybody out. And CJ McCollum was a lottery pick, and they didn't work him out. Not even a sneak in the back door workout like Andre Iguodala. I mean. Is uh, yeah, because I remember when Mustafa Shakur had snuck in Iguodala. They they connected with him. Philadelphia guy played at Arizona with Iguodala, and they had to sneak him in the quiet workout back door. And they did one day, and it all worked out. But they, they so again, they know how to get in contact with people. CJ McCollum didn't even work out for them. Nah, and and here's the funny thing. So when we look at this draft, right? So we we talked about Giannis going number fifteen, right? But then you have a guy like Rudy Gobert who went number 27. He was, you know, traded Denver, you know, drafted by Denver and traded, you know. But, you know, you look at that stuff and you're saying to yourself, like, man, what the heck was going on? Like, what was really going on? But uh, it wasn't a, a, a good draft when you look at it now. But, you know, the Greek – Freak is a Hall of Famer. Rudy Gobert, you know, you know, probably a Hall of Famer. Probably a Hall of Famer All Star. And these were two of the guys who went towards. Well, one went to the mid mid first round. The other one was a late first round pick. And though Dominic McCollum, you have to say, probably had for the longevity of their careers, 
mm-hmm. probably had the three most successful. And I thought a lot of I thought a lot of those players that you ran off that you rattled off would be some really good basketball players. And you know, I, I was I was wrong uh with that one. But hey, that's how it works, man. Uh, but you know what? Let's push this next conversation to the final uh segment, Keith, where we will mm-hmm. discuss uh, about the trade that took place and how it may affect the 76ers. The Detroit Pistons and the Portland Trailblazers got together on Wednesday night for a trade with a pretty good name that a lot of Sixer fans wanted to uh, see if they could get their hands on and bring them back to Philadelphia. We'll tell you who that is uh, as we thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. For nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts, it's free and available wherever you get your podcast. And in this particular case, the NBA draft. We come right back. We get into that trade, how it affects the Sixers and why that one player that we thought might be on the move may stay with the team. We'll do that next here, Locked On 76ers. All right, welcome back. On Wednesday, the Portland Trailblazers and the Detroit Pistons, they got together for a deal, and that was Jeremy Grant traded from Detroit to Portland for the 2025 Keith first-round pick. Not the seventh overall pick in tonight's draft, but the 2025 pick. Portland was also able to use a uh, a trade exception that they had to kind of move that instead of a player. So Detroit frees up some more space. They get rid of the number from Jeremy Grant. But the point of it is why this affects the Sixers is because we've heard Jeremy Grant not only possibly to Philadelphia, but also or at least players wanting him, fans wanting him coming back to Philadelphia, but also – Tobias Harris, could that have been a landing spot for him in Portland because they could absorb that contract? Well, you know, he's a wing player, more so the four, but a wing player in general that maybe now uh, Tobias Harris, that's one more from Oklahoma City and now Portland, the deals that they have made, that's one more team crossed off the list that may not be able to uh, take to take back Tobias Harris. Yeah, the, the thing I think, the one thing that stood out to me was you know, when we talk about Portland, one of, the, one of the biggest concerns about that team is defense. Secondly, when you look at their coach that the, um, the Trailblazers had, he, you know, was a, a defensive-minded player, and he was preaching defense. And Jeremy Grant, as much as, you know, Tobias is a great player, they could have absorbed that contract. But I think the thing is, when you look at Jeremy Grant, he's like a little bit more interchangeable. Tobias is, too but he might be a little bit more than Tobias, you know, with the length. Yeah. And the thing about athleticism. the defense, yeah, athleticism. Now, a lot of people were like, you mean to tell me all Detroit got was a second round pick? I mean, a first round pick from 2025 back? Yeah. Like, what are they doing? Right. But what they're actually doing is they have around $50 million in cap space now. They're going to have that. And they can go after Clint Capella, a guy that some people were saying they want to go after. Or or Rudy Gobert, so there or DeAndre Ayton or DeAndre Ayton. So there are like three options that they have now. The thing about Ayton, be a little careful right about now, but but you need to have a sit down and have a nice little conversation. But yeah, they can go after him too. But I think that's what it was. But yeah, you're right. For the Sixers, that would have been the perfect thing, the perfect thing. Because you're getting thirty-seven million dollars off your cap, and then this guy, and then you're only you're getting a future first-round pick for it. I mean, that would have been the perfect thing for the for the Sixers to do. 
Yeah, and look, even for Tobias Harris, who knows? I mean, maybe yeah. he would have maybe he would have wanted that type of role with Damian Lillard, where he would have been the second option there. Maybe a more free flowing type of offense where he can do some more things, pick and roll, that type of pardon me, that type of stuff. Maybe, maybe that's something that again he would have wanted. I, I don't know that. And you know, I'm not trying to, you know, put something out there as if that, that's information that we're sharing, but just you know, just looking at the player and being a fourth option now versus being a second option on, on the team out west with Damian Lillard, where maybe he feels like they could have paired up together and, and done some really good things there. So who knows, man? And uh, so that one kind of affects things there for the 76ers. But um, hey, this this is going to be a, a big night, and I I'd imagine some some things will start to go down as we get closer to draft night, eight o'clock tonight. Keith, uh, right now, put you on the spot. Uh, Orlando on the clock right now, number one overall pick. Um, where do you go? Uh, that's a tough one. Um, I think I'm going with Jabari. You know, the, the kid. I uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going with him. Like, you know, you talk to certain people and they, and they you know, talk about Chad and, and how he has a relationship, relationship with, um, you know, Jabari, he has a relationship with, you know, several, one player in particular. What's the guy's name who they drafted last year? Oh, uh, Jalen Suggs. Yeah, Jalen Suggs. He has a relationship with Jalen. Um, but I just think that if you're going, you know, number one, relationships are cool. And and this guy, Chet, can turn out to be a pretty good player. But the things that I see with um, Jabari Smith, I really I really like it. And yeah, I feel I like. I think huh? the fit shooting is is better for him. There. Exactly, the fit's better. Yeah, but I but I do have um, Holmgren going second to OKC though. Yeah, and Paolo goes third to. Yeah. Houston. Yep, and the draft really starts at pick number four with Sacramento. Whether they trade it or keep it, and if they keep it, where do they go? Do they go Jay Nivey? Do they go with uh, Keegan Murray, who I love from Iowa? Uh, and do they go elsewhere? So that's that's the question. It really starts at pick number four with Sacramento. And we go from there. So I agree with you, Jabari Smith to Orlando. That's a really good fit for him. And for Sixer fans out there, uh, you don't know about Jabari Smith. His dad used to play for the Sixers. So, you know, during the uh, Iverson era. So Jabari Smith, his dad, Jabari Smith, uh, played for the 76ers uh, some years back. So, Keith, man, listen, we'll have a blast there. Uh, we'll get back to We'll let everybody know with um, with me on the radio tonight and you in Brooklyn. We'll get together at some point. Uh, for the Friday episode after the draft. Uh, we just don't know exactly at what point. So stay tuned. We will have it for you. Uh, don't worry, because I'm sure we'll both have a lot of stuff to talk about. Keith will be on the on the ground there in Brooklyn. So some things I'm sure you will be able to uncover, and we'll see if the Sixers do anything at all. So we got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76 is your first listen every day. We'll discuss the draft on our next episode on Friday. Now, Make your second listen, Locked On NBA. We're locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Keep. Hey, you know what y'all can do? You can, wherever you get your podcast at, you can go subscribe to our podcast. At. Now, here's something else. If you want to get this Locked On 76ers YouTube podcast, go to our YouTube channel. And you, when you see that Liberty Bell, click on that button and then click on the Liberty Bell, actually. And then that's where you subscribe to our podcast. But like my man D said, listen to him tonight um, on 97.5. Um, and also keep up with me on 7 to 11 tonight. 7 to 11. And, and keep up with me 
um, at and me and my coworkers at the Inquirer at inquire at inquire.com the night with our live blog and our and our coverage. But if you really want to get to know and get the skinny, in addition to that, you need to follow D on Twitter at Divine G975 and follow me at Pompeii on Sixers. Absolutely, man. Well, listen, have a blast. Uh, look forward to talking to you. Keep, uh, basically keeping in touch as the night goes along and we'll get together for this next one and see what the 76ers do with pick number 23 and maybe more. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right, brother. Peace. All right. You got it.